Hi, welcome back. Michelle Sparks with you, illuminating anorexia, eating, self and body issues. Today I want to give you or share with you some thoughts about why we binge and what we can do about it. Such a problem for anyone struggling in this arena. It's the fear of binging that, um, or losing control that really drives someone who is in that anorectic space. And it's that same fear and loss of control that is so problematic for everyone struggling across this arena. So why do we binge? This is a general um, answer and some general thoughts for you. The, the more specific thoughts and understanding of why you binge will be, will be, you'll understand why you binge as you explore why you binge. And you can get some help with that. Okay, so why do we binge? We binge because we're hungry, physically, emotionally, and I believe even spiritually. And we're hungry usually because we've been restricting, possibly even starving ourselves of nurture, physical and emotional. We restrict often because we believe we don't deserve more food, love, affection, belonging, or that we should be somehow different, better, perfect, and until then we'll keep on the job of improving, perfecting, remodeling, reshaping ourselves. Only we never arrive because perfection is impossible. And no matter how much we achieve externally, it does not satisfy the heart's hunger to know and to rest in the truth that we are loved, valued, valuable, chosen, special, regardless of our appearance, our weight, how we perform, our status, our age, our gender, occupation, ability or disability. So we all hunger. We may not all binge on food, although many of us do, but we all hunger. It's a common experience of our humanity and we all try and quench that hunger in different ways. So how can we stop binging on food? Well I think the first thing is to understand that binging is about hunger. It is about hunger of body, of soul and of spirit. And one of the first things you need to do or reconcile yourself to is the fact that you're going to need to feed your body regularly and appropriately to deal with your normal, natural, physiological hunger. As long as you keep restricting, you will keep losing control and possibly binging. So that's the first thing. You need to feed your body. And regularly, it could be every three to four hours. It's about regularity, consistency, and quantity and quality of what you eat. You know, if you have specific missing nutrients in your diet, you are going to crave them. You know, you really are. You're going to crave them, and you're going to naturally hunger for them, and you may, in fact, lose control. So if you need help with this, and Chances are you will if you've been on this journey for a while and you've lost touch with what does normal look like, you can get some help with that. Um, you can get some help from my program, other people, dietitian, but you definitely need to reconcile yourself to the fact that you are not going to stop binging and losing control until you make the decision and commitment to implement a meal plan 
regularly, of you know, taking in food regularly and appropriately. And you know, to begin with, if you just haven't been eating much or regularly, even just starting on that journey is such a wonderful start. And depending on where you are medically, and I always advise that people have medical oversight, um, but you know, I'm currently working with someone who is uh, medically stable, but having this problem and really probably early days of this problem and wanting to know what she can do about it. So the first thing is to start to implement regular appropriate eating and at the same time because it's not all about physiological hunger but if you are physiologically hungry you are going to lose control so you've got to address that but you've also got to address those other underlying emotional situational interactional triggers so as you feed or attempt to feed your body regularly and appropriately at the same time you will need to keep track a diary keep track of the situations and interactions that are making it hard for you to do this that are making it hard for you to take in nurture regularly and appropriately what's going on for you what's happening inside in your emotions in your thinking in your feelings what are the situations what's going on around you are there particular interactions or circumstances that you are you notice see that's the whole benefit of keeping a diary and working through that process so that you become aware of the situations the circumstances that trigger unhelpful eating binging purging it's really important to become aware of that so a food diary to begin with is always a great step so once you start to feed your body attempt to feed your body regularly and appropriately and at the same time track the situations the interactions that are making it hard for you to do this then when you see those situations they are like gold they are like a signpost saying dig here there's great information for you here about why you are binging why you are losing control and you will need to be curious around those situations and maybe you might need to explore and process and problem solve them with the help of someone else so that you can see what's going on deeper down for you it may be quite superficial it might be in your circumstances it may be something that's become habitual I remember coming in late at night when I was I'd come through the anorexia and I was in that period of um, Ednos um, it was like a, a bulimia uh, but I wasn't vomiting but I was fasting I was sort of intermittently fasting and then binging and I would come in I was probably about 18 at this stage and I would come in after being out with some friends and I would typically binge at that time and you know if I tracked that and explored that I would have seen that I had set myself up or done things throughout the day that were not helpful in terms of restricting my food intake in terms of what I was saying to myself the um, ruminating on my all my what I saw as my uh, poor qualities my negative characteristics you know I was ruminating I was restricting and then I got into a bit of a habit I was lonely I you know I wasn't revealing my true self to my friends I, I wasn't at a stage where I could do that I wasn't confident in myself so there's a whole lot of inner stuff going on that will contribute to 
what you do. And you know, it is important to think about what you do because I don't like giving general answers because your experience and the things that trigger you are the things that trigger you. The deeper self-experience that is problematic for you is the deeper self-experience that is problematic for you and it's really worth exploring that. If you can't do it on your own, to do that with the help of another, it really is worth doing that. Because it's about understanding, being aware of your hunger, physical, emotional, spiritual, and then doing something to address that. And I think the first key, which I guess I say a lot, is to understand that you are deserving and worthy of meeting that hunger. So that's why there's, you know, that's why I've done this four by four sort of framework, because there's a lot of keys and components that actually work together in an ongoing fashion to help you overcome disordered eating, hunger, and um, move into more helpful, healthful, and life-affirming ways of being. That's how I would frame it. So you're going to need to keep track of the situations and interactions that are making it hard for you to take in food regularly and appropriately. You're going to need to explore, be curious, problem solve and process those to find more helpful, healthy ways to deal with some of those challenges that you experience. You're going to need to feed your soul. You're going to need to feed that hunger deep inside. It may be with beauty, joy, connection, those things are very much soul food. And I'm talking about beauty. The sort of beauty um, that really works for me is, you know, walking outside and looking up at the sky. And, you know, I see beauty in clouds and in a landscape. And just even in the bark of trees, I've often found myself uh, taking photographs up close of the bark of trees. It's just amazing what you can see when you have an uh an eye to look for it, I suppose. You might find it in cuddling up with your favourite animal, you know, just snuggling into the, your nose, into the soft fur of your, your cat or your dog. You might find it as you just take the hand of a younger person that you are involved with. It might be a niece, a nephew, you know, a son, a daughter, someone little, you know, their little hand in your hand can be so, so much nurture in that one action just you know so whatever it is for you something that's meaningful you meaningful for you beauty joy connection um yeah so feeding your soul very important and i believe too or what i've found for me is a real key has been to anchor my spirit my and when i say spirit it's not like it's it's my being it's my kind of eternal being i've i've found it very important to anchor myself my being into truth that i have found to be unshakable and that is that i have worth and value regardless of how i'm feeling or performing ability disability to to really sink the roots of my being into foundations of unconditional worth and value and into a, a security that uh, transcends the uncertainty of the world in which we live. And I have found that in a faith space, in a spiritual space, in a relationship with the God that I, that I have come to know has created me with worth and value and that wants to feed and soothe my hungry heart. Now, I've got to say, as you might have heard me say before, that's not the experience I've always had. In fact, I had a really problematic experience and religious understanding of God, but that's not what I have now. And for me, 
a very important key in um, really satisfying that deeper hunger is a spiritual key. That's been important for me. I'd love to know how it is for you and what you have found to be helpful for you. If you've got some uh, feedback or questions, I'd love to hear them. And the final thought, you will need to keep doing this for as long as it takes for you to feel like you're living your life from the inside out. In other words, you're not driven by externals and other people's opinions, but you are leading your life from a true centered space of your uh, created worth and value, a respect for yourself and others, and a desire to live from your heart the best life possible. So there's some thoughts about why we binge and what we can do about it. And I will put those in my show notes or at my website. So if you want to have a look at those, um, feel free to come and check those out. You're also free to check out, there's a free trial of the 4x4, which unpacks all of those things in a lot more detail. And um, you're welcome to come to michellesparks.com, check those out. And um, yeah, until next time, travel well. Mm -hmm.